Ladies and gentlemen, drivers, gig workers, and everyone in between, welcome to This Week in Rideshare Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hoffa. Today, we're talking about how to protect yourself, how to educate yourself, and how to make sure you come out on top. And as always, Legal Rideshare breaks it down. And from Legal Rideshare, I'm joined by the co-founder and lead attorney, Bryant Greening, and Lanny Sanchez, the executive director of the Independent Drivers Guild of Illinois. Gentlemen, welcome, and thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having us, Jared. It's great to be here. Thank yeah. you, Jared. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. You know, it's we know off-camera, we all talk uh, almost every day about some of the struggles drivers have, some of the concerns they have, and also just understanding that sometimes I understand that drivers don't see the resources that are available to them. And I thought it was really important to kind of get us all together on camera and kind of just let drivers know, look, these are the things that can help you. Here's the ways we can educate you and protect you. And then plus, uh, you know, the resources that are out there. Now, Brian, you and I are always doing this and we always start off with you, but I'm going to switch it up today. Uh, Lenny, if you could just tell me a little bit about what IDG is, what you guys do, and how you help drivers. Thank you, Jared. Yeah, IDG stands for Independent Drivers Guild. We're here in Illinois. We're an affiliate of the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, uh, a.k.a. the Machinist Union. And uh, what we do is we've been advocating and fighting to improve pay, stop unfair deactivations, improve safety, improve the bathroom situation at the airports, and all the issues that the gig workers out of Chicagoland face on a regular basis. We offer a ton of different workshops and support groups and stuff and the deactivation appeals process. And I've been working with uh, city council members and wanted to try to address these issues on a different level. Right. And I think it's important to address too, IDG is, it's, it's pretty national. There's, there's branches all over the country. Now you are specifically focused on Illinois, but again, if you're in a, you know, a different state, do you know how many branches there are now? I know they keep expanding. I don't know the exact number right now. Actually, I need to count right now. <laughs> There's New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Illinois, and Florida. And there are more coming, I can tell you that. Uh, we'll officially launch those states and other regions here in the near future. So, yeah, we're up to six officially. Yeah, which is amazing. And, again, it just keeps growing. And it's just it, it's an amazing, amazing organization and um yeah, but we're going to jump into a little bit more of that later. But let's also, of course, Brian, we have to do this. Just let us know what Legal Rights is about and what we do would be great. I know. I, I think I sound like a broken record. I've been saying. <laughs> I, I know but, it. I know it. But we want people to, to understand that we are a resource for drivers nationally, um, whether it's you've been in an accident, you've been injured on the road, uh, you need help with an insurance claim. Legal Rideshare represents drivers in all of those matters. So if you have been injured on the job, if you've been in a crash, we're going to help with the insurance claim. We're going to help you get uh, the medical bills paid for, wage loss reimbursed. If you've got any sort of pain, suffering, loss of normal life, we're going to put money in your pocket for those matters. Um, so where IDG is kind of doing the policy, we are doing the, you know, the, the claim, the, the fighting for uh, money in your pocket when things do go wrong. Right. So, and, then, and just like you pointed out, I think that's key is that we, we help each other out, both Legal Rideshare and IDG kind of bounce off each other, which is crucial, which is, again, is why I think this is an important podcast to have today. 
Um, and I'm going to leave this next question up to both, both of you guys. And it's really, and I, I bring this up because a lot of times I talk to drivers over the phone or they come in the office and I'm sure it's the same for both of you. A lot of times I get the same response when I tell a driver, you know, some options they have or resources. They always say, I didn't know. I had no idea that was available to me. No one ever told me. So I, my, my next question is, and again, to both of you is what are the ways that drivers can get educated and know about the things that are happening? What, what is that first step so that they're prepared if something happens? Lenny, go ahead. Um, if it's like in case of an accident, like a driver would be in a collision with another vehicle. Uh, um, most people would typically call 911 and their own insurance. But if you're doing rideshare, it's a different process. I personally, I this is how I met Bryant. I, I researched you guys. I found somebody because I was involved in an accident and I got your support. As you guys know, there is no training or anything that we receive. There's no best practices that we get as drivers when we're signed up to, to work. So there isn't a protocol that drivers have a set rules to follow, but as IDG member, uh, as a member of IDG and a leader uh, and confident uh, in, and who Bryant and legal rights are, is whenever a driver is involved in an accident, we first thing we tell them is obviously you call 911 and then you call legal rideshare and have them do everything that they do in the back end to help you out because you got to get your medical bills uh, covered. You got to get um, compensated for lost wages and everything else, et cetera. So that's uh, step number one in what I would consider a very crucial, crucial situation. Now, there's other crucial situations as well, too, that drivers find themselves in. And at IDG, we do offer some support. So we have some trauma uh, support groups that exist uh, that we do on a regular basis. These are drivers that have been victims of assault or carjackings that come and are, they, it's a support group, your typical traditional type of support group. Um, the staff at IDG has been formally trained and certified to be able to hold a lot of these different types of support groups and support that they're offering in general. But uh, that's just an example of the different, uh, one of the little few things that we do at the office there to help out drivers in the community. Now, how does a driver become aware of that? Right now, it's through word of mouth, through us putting our name out there uh, in front of drivers with flyers at O'Hare or in the news when there's an event or an issue that happens. Um, that's the, how we're getting our name out there and hopefully how drivers are able to find us through doing searches. Like I was in a car accident and they find legal rights here. Hopefully they see something similar with IDG, et cetera. Uh, we do offer support for drivers that have been deactivated. We have a deactivation workshop. It's offered weekly on Zoom and in person at our office in Park Ridge. Uh, it is at 5 p.m. on Wednesdays, but I think we're going to modify the time for that because we've had requests. Many of the drivers are deactivated from Uber and Lyft or doing deliveries, and that's a hot time for deliveries. So likely be modifying the time. But another example of something that we offer, we have uh, just general support groups as well. We have yoga classes, and then we have the deactivation appeals process as well, which is our most popular thing that we offer um, support-wise. We have a website, it's imdeactivated.com. Uh, over in New York and New Jersey, we have formal agreements with Uber and Lyft for a deactivation appeals process. And here in Illinois, we piggyback off of it. So they have an agent that reviews the cases that we send over to them. We have had success getting people reactivated. Many drivers have not heard back yet. 
Um, but it is a process that does work. It is real. It is 100% free. Um, but it is inconsistent. There are drivers that I uh, recently got a response from a driver that was reactivated on Monday. She had only been waiting approximately 90 days for a response. Other drivers have been waiting more than nine months. So uh, because of these inconsistencies, we're also uh, been introducing proposals and advocating for things to change to make this deactivation appeals process mandatory for Uber and Lyft to have to comply with. Yeah, I, Lenny, I love everything that you guys are doing. And I, I think that it's important that you are a resource in the community. Um, one of the things that we've harped on for a long time is just how Uber and Lyft do such a terrible job of educating drivers. People can sign up on the platforms. They don't really have to provide much information other than their name and a driver's license number. And and then boom, they're on the road. And, and Uber and Lyft don't tell them that issues that they may face. They don't tell them um, that, you know, you could be deactivated for literally no reason. They don't tell them how to handle their own insurance or what insurance is most beneficial to them. They don't tell them how to handle the stresses of the job, like, um, you know, customers that give you problems, assaults, which happen all too often. Um, so it's just, it's really beneficial to have an organization like yours that steps in to fill that gap. Um, before IDG came along, there really was nothing. Drivers were kind of on their own, which was by design you know, by the companies. The less drivers talked, the less that they worked together, the fewer rights that they were going to have. And then we see uh, organizations like IDG, and there's others out there that, that are doing similar things, that are giving drivers a voice, giving drivers rights, and demanding better conditions. So I, I just, I love what you're offering, and I love that the, the word is spreading um, and hopefully it, it continues to spread faster and faster and drivers come together and, and more rights are uh, earned and, and uh, better conditions are achieved. Yeah. And Lenny, you, and actually for both of us, I, I know on the legal rideshare side, we're, we're pretty big, obviously on the social media and email blasts. I will, I'm assuming that IDG is as well, correct? Like is, is going to, you know, following you guys on Facebook, going email blast, is that, also something that you guys really encourage on your end? Yeah, 100%. So um, for anybody that's watching this, go on to um, driversguild.org. Um, sign up to become a, a member of IDG. It is free. And you will then get all the email blasts, text blasts, and information about everything that's going on. You can also access our calendar of different workshops that we offer. So, yeah, we have a Rideshare 101, which is kind of what Brian summed up there, you know, the best practices from what to do when there's a, a baby that's being carried in their hands, when a passenger's approaching your car, to um, just expenses for operating your vehicle, et cetera. So um, drivers can find out everything that we got going on throughout the week on there, and they can reach us. They can sign up for free. And uh, we also have a monthly general meeting. It is the first Wednesday of every month. It's also on Zoom and in person, and it's in English and in Spanish. It's Spanish at 12 noon, again, at our live at our office and on Zoom link, and English at 1 p.m., where we give updates and we open the floor up to drivers to discuss whatever they'd like. Well, and, and just to hit on those meetings, I, I think it's important for drivers to understand that by coming to those meetings, you then have a voice. So one of the biggest complaints that we've heard from drivers over the past decade that we've been doing this is nobody listens to me. When I call Uber, 
nobody really answers. When I, you know, show up at the green light hub, nobody's really taking me seriously. When you show up to a meeting at IDG and you've got a grievance, well, all of a sudden you've got community. You've got people who are there to support you, who might be feeling the same way as you. Um, and you've also got power. So IDG has a voice in the, the local government. They've got a voice in the state government. They've got real lobbyists that are working to, to further drivers' interests. And they also have funding, which means that you have an opportunity to put money towards your, you know, the, the grievance. If we see, like we have, that deactivations are a huge problem, well, this organization can use its resources to put that issue at the forefront, whether it's by, you know, lobbying, like I mentioned, or um, advertising if necessary, or, or whatever we need to do to put that issue up to the public and create awareness and create change you're no longer alone. You're now part of this group that's going to get things done. I think that- Yeah, nailing it up that head there. Sorry, go ahead, Jared. No, I say it's and exactly what you guys are saying is it's, it's you know, dead on with what we were discussing. It's, it's, a, it's really a two-pronged thing here. It's educate, and but then also protect. And I think that's what really these drivers need is they need to know their, their options and then be able to use them to protect themselves, whether deactivation or any other issue. So it's, that's why it's great to have both of you on because you're seeing both sides of it. And I just want drivers to know that that exists, that there are people out there that are looking uh, to help them out. But uh, go ahead, Lenny, before I cut you off there. No, no, you're good. Uh, all I was going to say is that um, a major part of the job that IDG staff does is listen. Um, as Brian mentioned, nobody listens to the drivers. I was assaulted, whatever it is, the Uber Hub employees don't care, the people on the phone are just reading from a script, um, and you don't get a, a real life human response typically. So with IDG, drivers are coming in, they're explaining what their situation was, they, they were assaulted, they're struggling financially, they're deactivated, and we're there to listen, and it makes a really big difference. And um, and just offering that opportunity for somebody to come in there, share, and then they realize that there's exactly what you said there, Jared, that there's that community and there's support and there's others that have gone through this. And when we start building driver power and these drivers are joining us for conversations with state officials and city council members, it's awesome. It's awesome seeing what's um, in the works here and what's coming up down the pipeline in Chicago because of everything we've been putting together, man. So. Love it. Yeah, likewise. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, tee this up for you, Bryant. So we you know we heard about what IDG can do and how they can help. I know we touched on this before. I think it's still very important to talk about it. You know, what are some options that drivers can do before and after with situations with accidents and injuries? Yeah. So this is one of the things that we've been working on with IDG is this driver education before the accident takes place. So many times we get calls from drivers who have been in accidents and they're then behind the eight ball. They hadn't taken the necessary steps to protect themselves before that unfortunate event took place. So, you know, having the right insurance, I'll, I'll give you an example. Many people who sign up for Uber and Lyft think that Uber will protect them in any situation that they get in, you know, that their insurance policy is bulletproof. I've got a million dollars behind me every time I drive. That's plain wrong. If you don't have the proper insurance yourself, 
there are a lot of holes in Uber's and Lyft's insurance that leave you vulnerable. So for example, uh, property damage claims, it's probably the most common issue that, that a driver faces. I, you know, I, I caused an accident, maybe a little fender bender, and now I've got some property damage that needs to be repaired or somebody else ran into me and they didn't have insurance. How am I going to get my vehicle fixed? Well, I'll, I'll just go through Uber or Lyft's insurance. No problem. Well, if you don't have collision coverage on your own policy, Uber and Lyft are going to deny that claim, meaning your car's not getting fixed. You need to take out the correct coverage from the get-go. In the same vein, Uber and Lyft have high deductibles, $2,500 in most circumstances, meaning if your property damage is less than $2,500 and you, you, know, you don't have insurance yourself to, to repair it, nobody's going to pay to fix that car. So all of a sudden, what seemed like a pretty minor event is keeping you off the road for weeks or months, meaning you can't make money because you didn't take the steps to protect yourself from the beginning. It's not your fault that you didn't have that information. The rideshare companies do a terrible job of telling you, but organizations like IDG, companies like mine, we're trying to get the word out there of these proactive steps that you can take to ensure that you're protected when the inevitable does happen. You're going to get hit. You're gonna, the more you're on the road, the more likely it is that it happens. You need to take measures to protect yourself now, not after the fact. Yeah, exactly. And again, you know, Brian and I, we've, we've, uh, we've discussed this a lot before, but again, I, I just don't think we can say it enough. I literally had a phone call yesterday with a driver who said he's been driving for years, did not know he wasn't covered in X situation. Um, so it's still an issue. It still needs to be addressed and drivers need to know. Uh, and, just, and I'll just, just two more words, <laughs> dash camera. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Every driver should have a dash cam. Um, it, it will make the difference in your insurance claim. Um, it will add real dollars to what you're able to get. So uh, proper insurance, dash camera. Uh, if you hear two things from me, this, this podcast, that's it. Take that. <laughs> Which is dead on. Uh, Lenny, all right, before we wrap up here, um, I just want to uh, just ask you, is there any you know big updates or news coming from IDG? I know you, you briefly mentioned about some changes to the deactivation service, but do you guys have anything coming in the, uh, in the wing soon that people should know about? So I'll give an update about IDG in general. As an organization, we are, I mentioned, we're part of the Machinist Union. And in Massachusetts, we've done uh, something a bit groundbreaking. We introduced a bill earlier this year uh, alongside SCIU out there um, to carve out sectoral bargaining rights for rideshare and delivery workers. So what that, what that means is uh, as it, independent contractors, we would have the right to bargain uh, and form a union and have all the benefits that would come with that. Uh, this is something similar that has been done in our state here in the past with paint and construction workers at Painters Union exists. They're independent contractors, but their workers make $90,000 a year, have paid time off, uh, retirement funds, benefits, etc., and they're still independent contractors. We're trying to do that past that model in Massachusetts because of strategic purposes. We're very confident we're going to be able to do that. We're going to bring that model to Illinois here in the coming future. So that is the big picture for what IDG is working on. Um, number one goal in, in the country for IDG. 
Uh, on the local level, back in February, we introduced a proposal to city council uh, to create structure around a deactivation appeals process, one that would be mandatory that Uber and Lyft would have had to uh, participate in. Um, there's been new city council that was introduced in May as there was an election and new mayors and new city council members. And there was a reintroduction and rewriting of another proposal that was introduced some time ago back in February of last year by our friends over at the People's Lobby and the Chicago Gig Alliance. They have a ton of support for their current ordinance and we appreciate their efforts. They are genuine and trying to improve the working conditions for the workers. Um, it's a much better proposal than what was written in the past. We as an organization have been in contact with them about a couple of concerns that we have around it. Um, we hope that they address them and if so, then IDG can get behind them and hopefully their proposal can move forward. If it doesn't, ours is standing by and we're, we're, we're waiting and ready to reintroduce it if necessary. And um, there's uh, uh, all I can say about the deactivation thing as well, too, is that we have been uh, reached out by state officials that have caught wind of it, read it, and believe it's the ideal one for Chicago, but more ideally for the state as well. So we're exploring uh, bringing it to the state level and seeing how that could look like because State officials have reached out to us or like the entire state of Illinois deserves this, not just Chicago. You guys are IDG Illinois. Um, they kind of are pressing us to do that. So um, those are two immediate things uh, that are just going on here uh, as far as IDG is concerned and that you'll see us talking about and organizing around here over the next few months. Awesome. Well, it's, it's, I'm really glad to hear uh, some movement, especially with the deactivations and um, yeah, just just drivers and gig workers' rights in general. I mean, Brian, you and I have talked about that so many times. So it's, you know, it's just great to see this this movement. Yeah, we need people fighting. Just you know, IDG is, is doing the the dirty work, and everybody's going to be better for it. So we we really appreciate you guys, and we're really honored to have you on today to to help uh, talk to yeah. our audience as well, and and hopefully drive a couple people your way because there are uh, there's there's real power in, in numbers. Absolutely, hundred percent. All right, well, before we yeah. sign off, uh, we'll just start with you, Brian. Where can people learn more about Legal Rideshare? How can they reach us? The, the best way to contact us is by visiting our website, LegalRideshare.com. All of our information is on there, phone number, email address. There's a contact form that will go directly to my inbox. So um, do not hesitate to reach out to us if you're involved in an accident or injured on the job. We want to fight for you. We want to arm you with the information you need to put real money in your pocket uh, when, when you're at a, a tough spot. So please visit LegalRideshare.com with any questions, concerns, accidents, injuries. Great. All right. And then I'll, I'll toss it over to you, Lenny. Where can people learn more about IDG? Same thing, our website, it's www.drivingguild.org. That's D-R-I-V-I-N-G. G-U-I-L-D.org, drivingguild.org. Um, you can select Illinois, get all our information. Our address is 114 West Higgins Road. You guys have an office there as well, too. I'm pointing at Legal Rideshare. Um, so you guys can come by, use our prayer room, use our break room, use our restrooms, and join us for any of our workshops there. 
And I'll give you guys my personal cell phone number as well. I don't always answer. I'm sometimes doing things like this or on the phone with drivers, but leave me a message. I will contact you back. My personal cell phone number is 773-676-4817. Awesome. Well, thank you guys both again, Bryant and Lenny. I uh, really appreciate it. I think there's a lot of really helpful info there. Um, and as always, you know, if you guys have questions for me, help at LegalRightShare.com or just Jared at LegalRightShare.com. Love to hear stories. Love to hear what's going on in the community or to stop in the office. Um, but as I like to say at the end of every one of these, that is the end of this week in RideShare. See you next week.